Thank you guys for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. This podcast is a beacon of lighthearted content for anyone at any stage of their spiritual ascension. If you appreciate this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you listen. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Welcome back to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I just want to say thank you so much, whether this is your first time listening or you've been listening since day one. I just I'm grateful that you're holding your focus, that you're holding your attention on my words and Hopefully something resonates with you uh, that I say. I'm just grateful that you give me your time because it's your most valuable asset. Um, If you guys appreciate this content, please feel free to like, subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, whatever podcast platform you listen on. Uh, It just helps bring more awareness to the show, which in turn can help expose it to people who might need this content, okay? And you can also share us on social media, the internet, wherever you are. You can follow us on our social medias or contact us, which I have all that listed below in the show notes. And also, I do want to bring this up because this episode is about money. And I'm working on receiving. I'm working on releasing any type of resistance that I have towards not just money, but any other things that I want to bring into my life. If you would like to donate, if you feel inspired to support our efforts, uh, we do have our Venmo listed uh, in the show notes as well. And I I thoroughly enjoy creating these episodes for you guys and for myself as well. And yes, it, it does cost money to purchase equipment and get upgrades and different things like that. But more importantly, it does cost my time, but <laughs> which is my most valuable asset. But like I said, this is something I'm working on. I'm working on releasing. I'm working on letting go of any resistance for anything that I want to bring into my life. So if you guys feel the need to support uh, our efforts, I would greatly appreciate it. If not, we're going to keep it moving. All right. So thank you guys so much. Now, one more thing I do want to add before we get into the episode. One of our listeners, Erin Brown, uh, she and her friend Heather, they have opened their own wellness and metaphysical store called Conscious Chrysalis, and it is located in Schaumburg, Illinois. I hope that's how you say it. They perform Reiki and energy healing, and man, I couldn't be more proud of you, Aaron, and as well as your friend, Heather. I don't know you, Heather, but <laughs> I'm proud of you too, man. We we all got to support each other in this spiritual community, so uh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you for using your gifts to just help others on their spiritual journey, Okay. So if you do live in the Illinois area or you're just traveling, um, be sure to look up Conscious Chrysalis. I'll have the website as well as the Instagram in the show notes below. Okay. now, if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, um, this episode does have to do with money. But 
Before I get on the subject of money, I do want to talk about resistance for a second. And if you if this is your first time listening, when I refer to resistance, what I mean by that is a feeling or like an unwanted emotion towards something that we see or that we experience here in this physical form. And a large part of my life, I would look at like wealthy people or wealth in general or like celebrities you know, doing really cool things with their life. And I would just cringe. And, you know, I would say, I don't want that. I don't want that kind of lifestyle. Because what I felt from seeing these people was like greed. I felt that they were narcissistic. I felt that they were selfish. I felt that money, you know, it created those aspects of their personality. And I thought it was unfair that they had what they had. And I didn't. And like, I literally had no good thoughts about these people about their money and what they created for themselves. Now, occasionally I will refer to Bible scriptures just because some people, you know, I do have Christians that listen to the show. So I just want them to kind of see where my head's at when I'm explaining things. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the Bible scripture, first Timothy chapter six, verses 10. But if you're not, it states for the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, this is all I heard growing up. Like money is the root of all evil. And I remember the disapproval I felt from other members at our church when I got something new. Uh, You know, we got, I I raced motorcycles, so I would always be kind of getting things for my bike and things like that to race. And You know, when we moved to a new house and I just sometimes felt guilty about wanting more. And the reason I felt inspired to create this episode, honestly, is because I have recently been making the effort to be more aware of how I think and how I speak and feel about money. And I've, you know, I've been seeing it pay off. Um, No pun intended, but. Like I mentioned earlier, I have held a not so good outlook on money and material abundance in general, because in this world, spirituality and money are kind of like oil and water, like they don't mix. And I believe that this is largely due to the way that money and material possessions are described and defined in a lot of religious organizations. So, you know, and trust me, I get it. Your relationship with, you know, your source is number one and like nothing should come between that at all but when i feel aligned and i feel good things i also feel things like empowerment and i feel things like freedom and accessibility and comfort and these are all good things that can be created through money at times you know you can give to others in need you know you can assist them you can make choices and have more options when you have money you can also have access to unique experiences, right? Um, speaking of <laughs> unique experiences, I'm going to jump off the uh, side of the road real quick. My wife and I went to see a band called A Day to Remember this past weekend, and I don't know if you guys know who they are, but wow, man. They are, I've, I've known them since I met Cassie. She introduced me to them like seven years ago, and to see them perform live is insane, man. So, I don't know if anybody knows them 
Uh, Jeremy from A Day to Remember, man, tell them that Brandon and Cassie are like their biggest fans. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so like money can provide experiences like that. So now, like I feel that exuberance, I feel that joy and that eagerness for life. And like, in order for me to let in some of, of my desires, I had to start seeing money as a blessing and release the resistance towards it. And it's really funny because I've always felt that I attract money when I absolutely need it. And I'm, you know, I'm a believer in the law of attraction, obviously. So I never <laughs> really understood how that happened because I held so much resistance because almost desperate. But I, I got what I needed when I needed it. So I'm just I'm super appreciative of that. So I, I'm saying all this to to really tell you guys a story. So my wife recently attracted something that she has wanted for the last eight years since right when she met me. And it was something that we almost were able to accomplish. And then it was kind of taken away from us. And then now it's come back. And I don't want to spoil it. I'll talk about it more when she's ready to talk about it and come on. But I also have the amazing opportunity to be involved in this situation that um, she has brought into her life. But this opportunity requires what else? Money. So in a normal situation where I need like a significant amount of cash in a short time, I panic. I do more physical work and put my focus on the lack. And I, you know, I try to like, pray the money into existence in like a from a desperate place and you know but but for some reason things were different this time I've been doing a lot of work on releasing and resistance and just letting go of things um it just I, I literally felt like Neo in the matrix when he realized like he was the one it was just everything was like calm so <laughs> um one morning, I just thought to myself, like, how much money do I really need to share in this opportunity with my wife so that I can be free to just immerse myself in this experience? And so yeah, I created a four figure number in my head. And what I've learned about my own experience in creating is that holding the emotion of my desire along aligns me with it. Okay. That's what really keeps me in line with that desire. So when I think of having the money I need, I think of freedom. I think of relief. I think of like fun and appreciation. And so I'll visualize myself as if the desire has come true and I'll sit in that emotion and I'll carry that feeling with me during the day and in all my daily experiences. And I'll think of things in everyday life that that just make me feel good, that make me feel freedom and relief and fun and appreciation. Um, you know, I may say, wow, man, I appreciate having just enough money to pay this bill. I'll say that to myself. Or I might skateboard or longboard in a, a different area in the morning and just feel the freedom of, you know, skating somewhere else that I want to skate. And sometimes when I get to my destination, wherever I'm driving, I just sit in relief that, I made it safe wherever I was going. So you see what I'm saying? That's how I'm able to connect 
with my desires is through the emotion. So I shot that desire to the universe. And then I put my focus back on other things like my family, some of the events we had coming up, um, the podcast, obviously. And a week after my wife got the news for this opportunity, I got a letter from my insurance company. And I had been meaning to cancel my life insurance policy for this company, this particular company, because I switched to a new car insurance And I wanted to merge the two. So I opened the letter. And for the first time in my duration with this policy, I was offered a cash surrender for more than what I needed. (laughs) Like, you can't make you can't make this stuff up. Like, (laughs) it's just insane. I I can't even get over how it happened. Um, And that's not the end of it. There's Dude, there's been so many great things that are happening in my life right now. And I can just feel that momentum shifting. And, you know, this is only the beginning of me creating the the things that I truly want in my life. So I'm just so excited that I'm finally coming into my own understanding of life and creating things and you know creating is such a huge part of this life so you know if if you're one of those people who you know and I don't even like bringing this up because I can feel the resistance in this statement but if you're negatively affected financially by the pandemic or you've had like unwanted thoughts about having a lack of money like I got you I get it I understand I've been there No one wants to open their banking app and see less money than what your bills are, right? Because that obviously creates resistance. You feel that tension in your body when you're upset. And when I have had moments like this, it's, it's not a normal thing to not look at reality. Your senses are relaying to you that you have a lack, okay? So the tide started to turn when I put my focus on the emotion I would have when I had the amount of money that I wanted. So for me, like I said, those feelings are freedom, relief, uh, fun, and appreciation. And I visualize myself in different situations with these emotions. And it's hard. Like, it's really hard letting go of an unwanted emotion. You know, it's, it's hard to release resistance towards what you don't want, especially after doing it for most of your life after feeling that way, feeling that lack for the majority of your life. But with enough time, with enough focus, with enough meditation and focus on the things that you want, uh, that I wanted, I was able to kind of generalize my desires and that helped bring things to me and make me aware of things. So I'm going to, I'll give you an example. So let's just say I wake up and for some reason I see that, you know, I've overdrafted in my account. And I see that lack and then I'm worrying about everything, about money and what am I going to pay. And then my day just kind of snowballs and I have no self-worth. I have no confidence in myself at all. But these feelings that come from the reaction of the lack are not the feelings that I would have wanted. You know, if I have had manifested a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, I would have felt great. That's the feeling that I want to feel. So. What I started to do was 
just ask the universe for help. Just ask people for help. And I remember in the Oracle deck that I use, I would often get a card like the last month or so that would jump out. It was a jumper. It wasn't like one that I would pull. Um, and this card reminded me that I had help from not only like the spirit world, but my family and like my friends around me. And once I learned to receive and to accept that help, I started to feel a little lighter about my relationship with money. So I would borrow money or just be given exactly what I needed. And this helped me to just realize that I'm always being looked out for, always. And there was some of that relief as well. I can always draw back on those moments when I feel like things are spiraling and I just know that I'm always going to be taken care of. Um, but you have to be open to receiving your desires, like I said, or or that inspired action. You have to be open to it because there's never a certain way that it's going to manifest. So, um, But that relief, that was one of the feelings I always connect with from any manifestation, which, you know, turned into a belief. So now if I don't have everything that I want, I at least know that I'll be OK. And that was something that helped me soften some of the resistance I had towards money. So I want to talk about the two things that I really focus on um, that has really helped me change my relationship with money. And it's not that I'm I'm doing this completely because I want to attract money to me. It's also because I just generally want to feel better. And by changing this thought pattern towards towards money, it helps me just feel better and be a better person to myself and be a better husband and a better father, just better person in general. So I want to talk about a couple things that you can examine every single day that can help you be just more in alignment with, like I said, money or whatever it is you want to bring in and, you know, find that path of least resistance towards what you want. So the first thing is emotions. And I know I talk about that a lot, but when you see something, when you see a lack in your bank account or a lack financially, what are your emotions towards that? What are your emotions towards the funds in your bank account? And what I've learned is that all these years I've been just resisting the money that's all around me, all the opportunities I've been resisting them. And, you know, they've just been waiting to, to happen and to manifest in physical form, you know, and I, because I just kept telling myself all this time that I don't have enough or, you know, no one wants to support me or anything. I would always say things like that. And you say that 100 times a day. For 15 years, it's never enough. You won't have enough. You won't have any support. And I've had $10,000 in my savings, and that wasn't enough. And I've had overdrafts before, and that damn sure <laughs> wasn't enough, right? And it just it just wasn't enough because of my thoughts and about money, which created my belief that it wasn't enough, and that created a life that was never enough. And that's a lot of resistance towards something that you actually want. And that resistance just didn't make me feel good thinking about thinking about money in that way. So I had to start thinking more about how I wanted it to be and not my current conditions. And I just put my focus on what money did for me. So 
I'll say things like, man, I appreciate that $10 in gas to get to work. I appreciate being able to pay my bills this month um, and keep a roof over my head. And I just focus, focus, focus on those beliefs. And that's that's what meditation helps with. And for me, how I meditate when I focus on a sound or I focus on a breathing pattern, it helps me shift my focus from whatever pops up in my brain back to that one thing. So meditation really has helped helped a lot. But focusing on those beliefs has shifted my emotions over time because I made it a game like to look for good feeling things, you know, that money is doing for me right now. So working on changing that perspective was so beneficial for me. And, you know, I didn't want to let the thought turn into a belief that made me feel like I was undeserving or that I lacked. So making sure you have a good emotional connection with the money that you do have and what money does for you and what it can do for, for other people was it was really, really important for me in kind of learning how to how to smooth that resistance that I had towards money. Now, the second thing are the expectations that you have of how something is going to be brought into your life. And when you have a, a certain expectation of how money is going to be manifested, um, that's another form of resistance. So the old Brandon would have just put a lot more effort into like his business and just worked overtime and just grind and grind and grind to physically create what I needed. And when I desperately chased money or had like a certain expectation about how it was supposed to come, I just blocked it. And I kind of like was unaware of the awareness of how it was actually supposed to come to me. So for instance, like I asked the universe for the money I needed for the experience with my wife. And I just kept living and appreciating what was around me. And I didn't worry about how it was going to come. And those letters from my insurance company, I would never, never usually open because they only reminded me that they're taking out you know, however much a month for the life insurance policy. And I would just kind of tear them up and toss them every time, you know, but this time I just felt, I I guess, inspired. I guess <laughs> there was just a, something in me that said, hey, open this up. And I wasn't even expecting money to be in it. So something inspired me to open that uh, letter for sure that I normally wouldn't open. But I could have been grinding and like stressing for weeks about how I was going to bring this money into my life. But now I just ask and I just let go and just live in the best feeling, best emotion possible at any given moment. And it came so easily. I just, I can't get over how easily this happened and how seamless all of this is happening right now in my life, all the good things that are happening. So it's just important. Okay. Watch your emotions. Watch what you say to yourself and others about money and not just money, whatever it is that you're trying to bring into your life. And when you ask the universe for it, when you ask your source for it, don't worry about how it comes to you. Just trust that it will trust that it will have that belief, feel that emotion of when it comes to you and how you're going to feel and how you're going to react. That's how you want to feel about life. Worrying just doesn't put you in the same vibration that's you know, admit it when you have what you want. Okay. So focus on feeling good and the rest will come. All right. So 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this resonated with you guys. I'm so grateful again to have you guys listen and you be on this journey. And I just appreciate all of your support. As usual, if you guys appreciate this content, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Man, thank you so much. We got some good stuff coming up the next couple weeks, so stay tuned. And I appreciate you guys. And I'll see y'all in a couple weeks.